1: another episode of darth Amin's rule of two i am your sith lord darth Amin. joined as always by my apprentice darth corn puzzle aka anthony mays this is the podcast where we review all things star wars as it is released we are in the middle of doing star wars the bad Bats, the animated series reviewing it it's the final season and this episode we go over episode four a different kind of way A different approach. A different approach, whatever. Just saying the title of the episode as well. Yeah. Maze, we pick up pretty much right where we left off with the escape Mm -hmm. of Omega and Crosshair from Mount Tantis to parts unknown. So we start off with the ship they stole having sustained a bunch of damage from the Imperials before they realized how valuable Omega was. So the ship is not doing well and it's in the middle of hyperspace so we know that's kind of dangerous to be flying around with your hyperdrive about to go out so they drop out of hyperspace and they crash on a new planet Maze, did you catch the name of the planet i did not where are we lao oh that's right yes that did come up later where's lao which is funny because obviously it makes me think of indiana jones and the temple of doom But Lao is the name of the planet. It's never appeared in Star Wars before, so this is a new planet. It's a cold planet, apparently, Maze. Not quite Hoth cold, Mm -hmm. but cold enough that when they crash land, we can see their breath as they're talking to one another with the exposed hatch. All the systems are down. Panels don't work, all that stuff. Omega's saying, hey, we got to get from the nav computer the coordinates so we know where Tantus is so we can go back and save all the other prisoners. And Crosshair is like, are you out of your goddamn mind? We're not going back. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder about that child.
2: Omega is trying to contact Hunter and Wrecker. She's trying to get the coordinates. She's very on top of her stuff. Yeah. And Crosshair
1: couldn't care less. Contacting Hunter and Wrecker, I get. That was the whole point. They're trying to reunite. But the part where she's like, no, we got to go back. We got to free everybody else. I'm like, are you out your mind? Well, her
2: reasoning isn't exactly on point. <laughs> But her heart. finding the coordinates is important yes. because that's what Hunter and Wrecker are after as well. And I guess it, it would be to find her, but still, it is yep. important to know where Tantus is because it is a hidden location.
1: Meanwhile, they show us Nala Se, who is imprisoned on Tantus. Hemlock confronts her about the escape, about how they got away, and confronts her most importantly, about the fact that Omega's blood tested positive for m count
2: i did like this from nala say very scientific it was a false positive the result is nothing but an aberration like the clone herself
1: oh great bullshit man
2: foisting bad technique onto our friend Carr. Yep. no it's,
1: it's not a actual result it was just a
2: random test
1: happens all the time and basically move now let's say up to the ct5 cinephobic top five liars best liars yeah hemlock's not really buying it he says we'll get her back and we'll test it again but i'm not so sure about what's about to happen to you so mm-hmm. lots of bail threats there from our man Mcpoyle. On this new planet Lao, we're in town. There's a lot of stormtroopers with overcoats on, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. You got armor on. It's like, oh, let me get my coat on as well.
2: They looked a little chilly. I also thought this Lurka Hound is not very subtle. Not at all. Thatcher's gonna attract a lot of attention.
1: I mean, I get it. Star Wars, everyone's got crazy weird animals and pets, but I just feel like if they're searching for two clones and a Lurka Hound. Yes, you guys can put on a disguise, a lurker hound, not so much. Mm-hmm. Omega wants to send a message to Hunt and Rika. Rika. But Crosshair points out they're monitoring the long-range comms. We got to get out of here. Before the Empire finds us, he wants to sneak onto a shuttle. They get to the spaceport. Crosshair's like, I can take out half of them before they realize what's happening. And Omega points out, we can find a way that doesn't involve blast fire. And I said, ah, she almost said it.
2: Yes, it's implied. That they have different
1: approaches. Her approach sucks, by the way.
2: It's terrible. I can't
1: believe that it worked as well as it did. I thought it was their ass at that point. Mm -hmm. Why don't you just let me on the shuttle?
2: She walks up to the ticket taker, doesn't have her ID. Oh, I forgot my ID, but I'm totally 22. (laughs) Just let me in and have some drinks.
1: I feel like not having your chain code is like top five best way to get arrested in Star Wars. Shona
2: Sears. Club card, like it's Roadhouse trying <laughs> to get in to the shuttle. She says, a problem for us could be an opportunity
1: for you. Are you insinuating a bribe? Does the thumb to the forefinger, rubbing it, and a kind of wink and a nod, very knowing.
2: Not quite the Tommy Cutlets, but close, you know?
1: Poor Crosshair. He's like, I'm about to shoot everybody now. I can't believe Crosshair held his tongue as much as he did this episode. As soon as it was like, are you insinuating a bribe? He's like, all right, let's just get this shit over with. The ticker Taker is interested. For 15,000 credits. This was probably
2: my favorite. For both tickets? (laughs) Nope. Each. For a ticket. Where do you expect us to get 30,000 credits? Sounds like a you problem. Oh, man. Some real snark. I loved it. I love smarmy, slimy, scumbag Star Wars. Yeah, (laughs) because there's plenty of it in the universe.
1: She said 15,000. I was like, 15,000 credits? Also, they're broke. Even if it was like five credits. Where are you getting this money from, kid? Offering bribes and shit. So anyways, they say, okay, we got to go find 30,000 credits somehow, somewhere. They walk through the town. Kid's selling the Meluron fruit, although he calls it Kachu Kachu. Yeah, and then I
2: looked that up, and that's not in the Wikipedia, so must just be a provincial term for it.
1: They go into a bar, and there's a bunch of people gambling. He wants to gamble against this Trandoshan Who's kicking ass and taking names, apparently. This is Trandoshan,
2: <laughs> he's not the sharpest tool in the shed, though. No. Very quickly, we realized this.
1: Are they playing Sabak? I think so. Or is it just some unnamed card game?
2: It looks like the solo version of the card game mm-hmm. from the pictures. Yeah. It has to be Sabak because I wasn't sure at first, but I believe that it is. And you're not going
1: to give me a taffer breakdown of this. Oh, the establishment? Lao bar. Here we go. The loud bar is fifteen hundred square feet with an L-shaped bar at the end and several gambling stations. Seventeen <laughs> Trandoshans walk by here every day. These guys—they're playing, in the a gambling. They're not buying drinks. You don't have any servers. That's ten thousand dollars in lost revenue per seat per month. And it's true. That guy's just sitting there chilling. Yeah. If you're wondering what a Trandoshan is, it's like those lizard-looking-ass people. You think of Bosk, the bounty hunter mm-hmm. from Empire Strikes Back, if you watched Book of Boba Fett.
2: Yeah, we talked a lot about them in Book of Boba Fett because they're the enemy of the Wookiees. Yeah. So there's a big Wookiee-Trandoshan rivalry. They don't like each other. He doesn't like you. I don't like you.
1: Sabacc is the card game of Star Wars. That's how Han Solo wins the Millennium Falcon from Lando Calrissian. He beats him in a game of Sabacc by cheating as everyone else is cheating. So this is an interesting theory. here. She starts playing Sabaga. She starts cleaning up. <laughs> this Trandoshan loudly announces to the entire bar that he's getting crushed yeah. by a child. It felt very genuine. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm getting <laughs> killed over here. But the question I ask Maze, is: I've seen several places have this theory, and obviously with the introduction of the M-Count stuff from the last episode, is omega force sensitive and that's why she's so good at gambling interesting yeah that's certainly possible
2: i got the impression based on this episode that she likes to play against the rest of the bad batch and that's where we can attribute her skills to but force sensitivity certainly could come into play as well
1: because if you remember she played hollow chess or whatever Mm -hmm. at sid's dive bar and won so much that she cleaned up their debt with Sid in season two, I want to say. So
2: maybe she's just a gamer, I mean, you never know. <laughs> gamer girl, <laughs> 773. <laughs> she's a Twitch star. Road Twitch.
0: Friends, a lot has changed over the years personally and across our airwaves. But one thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. You know, for me personally, I recently bought a few six-packs of Miller Lite for my housewarming party, because that's one thing that's changed for me. I moved into a new house, and I brought some friends over, and we enjoyed the best light beer. Because Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. A light beer that tastes like beer.
1: All right, imps show up, and they've got an imp captain who walks over, checks with the bartender, says, oh, man, business is booming. That means business is about to be booming for me. Let's play. Tells the transduction to get up, sits down, and he wants to play her. Meanwhile, we get a stormtrooper shuttle flying over the crash site, noticing the crash. Mm-hmm. Maze, it throws me off every single time when I see stormtroopers operating aircraft. They still haven't gotten to the Imperial Naval Academy flight school, right? The guys with the black helmets, you mean? Yes. Yeah, the black suits. Yeah. We don't get any pilots.
2: Were those just fighters? Yeah. Because these are shuttles or cargo ships.
1: I mean, no. I think also the other bigger ships, it's been pilots. It's not been stormtroopers operating any of that. Remember, TIE fighters don't exist yet. Mm -hmm. They're still the old model V-Wing fighters. So... Anyways, back to the gambling den. Betcha starts growling.
2: We did have someone on Twitter say, how do you think that is spelled? I mean,
1: I don't know why people don't just turn on <laughs> captions.
2: It's called a caption, but I like to imagine the phonetic spelling and it's B-E-I-T-C-H-A-H. Uh-huh. Oh. Betcha. betcha? <laughs> <laughs> the Betcha
1: wife? <laughs> <laughs> Call it Gugino So Batches starts growling The captain says she's a distraction Get rid of her He's talking all this shit He's about to do his victory lap and In true Star Wars Slash any movie fashion mm-hmm. She pulls out I guess their equivalent of a royal flush Which is three eastern stars
2: Yeah you gotta love that technique Where you drop the cards But you only see the top card And then you spread them out Oh and you show the winning
1: hand. Game over. Game over, says the bartender droid. It's a little tense, so she asks for her 20,000 credits. But the captain is a gentleman. He said, no, no, no. No tension. i owe you money. Here you go. So then Trooper comes in, whispers to the captain about the crash. And I'm like, oh, he, now he's going to put two two together. He doesn't. But then he turns around and says, all right, now you got to pay your fine for illegal gambling. Yeah, he
2: hits her with some Cobra formula. Yep. What fine? Gambling's illegal in these parts, and so is Cobra Formula. So she has to pay 10,000 credits, unless you prefer to be arrested.
1: But don't worry, I mean, we've still got 35,000 credits. Plenty of money left over. More than enough. This highlights the corruption, particularly in the outer worlds. Like the further you get from the core systems like Coruscant, the more this shit just turns into the Wild West. So this dude is the sheriff. He walks in, he loves gambling. He almost wins. He loses. He says, okay, I'll pay you. And Now turn around and give me my shit back.
2: Yeah. He takes his protection money from the bar and immediately loses it in a gambling game, but then collects the fee anyways. They go outside. They can't find batcher, but luckily the fruit salesman will tell them what happened for 10,000
1: credits i would have whooped his little ass
2: crosshair was about to so then he says 5,000 and luckily that's exactly the amount of money they have yeah so guess what the imperial captain took batcha, gotcha yep crosshair wants to forget about him but omega's too loyal and this is where we get a different approach i mean
1: yeah well here's an approach it's a dog why are we doing this for a dog? Why do we care
2: come on i mean didn't you watch john stewart's tender eulogy on the daily show about his dog this week it's a big pro dog we can't even let omega have her pet she's bonded with
1: we're being chased by the empire and it's specifically not just like you guys are fugitives you are the most valuable being in the galaxy at this point yeah for a dog Mm-mm.
2: but even the bitter heartless crosshair the amino Hassan of the bad batch he starts to walk away when she tosses him the money but takes a deep sigh and he turns back
1: because he can't let the kid go it's not about the dog for him it's about i can't let the kid just go so i fine let's find this stupid ass dog They go to what looks like a shipyard or a dockyard. Yeah, they call it a cargo dock. A lot of shipping containers. Or some shit, I don't know, is what I wrote. <laughs> so she tells him, no blasters, no hurting people. We can get it out, no problem. And he says, fine, we'll do it your way, but my skills are being wasted. Noted. A fine batcher, about to release him. She says, shouldn't we free all the other animals as well? And he's like, kid, you're killing me here. I feel like she's gotten a little old for this shtick now. No, I mean. She's like 14, man. Like, come on. No. She's really
2: grown up in a lot of ways, but she's still a kid at heart. She's got to be the kid in these narrative moral stories. There are a lot of pets at this cargo dock. A lot of animals. Because the captain pops up to give us exposition that (laughs) Lau has a
1: very strict pet policy. Something tells me that Lau doesn't have a strict pet policy. He's got a strict pet policy Mm. that is all based on, again, bribes and kickbacks and and all that stuff.
2: Because he says, nothing gets by me. I run this town. And he wants all his money back because it won't matter when Hemlock
1: arrives. The jig is up. They know who they are. They know what the deal is. Mm -hmm. Give me the money and then surrender, which I have to remind myself that they don't know that the Empire is like, we can't kill them because Captain whatever his name is, When this firefight starts, they are shooting to kill. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ah, that'd be your ass. That'd be bad for you, yes. The firefight starts by Omega throwing the money over and then turning the crosshair and saying, all right, let's do things your way. And he says, finally. And he does his crosshair signature move, which is one blaster bolt against a reflective surface, ping-ponging all over the goddamn way and shooting everybody. Omega releases all the animals. We get a stampede. It's a Lion
2: King stampede, like the wildebeest are coming. Yeah. Then a giant crate behind the captain opens up, a tentacle comes out of nowhere and
1: grabs him, pulls him inside. It's a rat tar from Force Awakens. If you guys remember Han Solo, when we first see him in the Force Awakens, he's smuggling rat tars Oh, that's right. Finn's like, oh, what are you crazy or whatever? So that's what's in that huge cage i cannot believe that is someone's pet though yeah kind of feel like that's outside the pet policy
2: yeah probably right maybe someone was importing it like han solo Yep. now they're gonna steal the cargo ship they do omega runs in and powers it up with bacha and then crosshair jumps on batchers looking his face we hop back into space hyper jump away hemlock shows up near the crash shuttle Gets confirmation that they were in the spaceport track the ship and notify all our operatives so he's still chasing them. now crosshair tells omega that this ship can be tracked they need to ditch it but omega's way ahead of them they're going to remote location she sent a coded message transmission to hunter and
1: Recca. and crosshair says very aptly it's been months man dudes may not even be alive anymore yeah because they are also fugitives from the law but maybe this is your
2: Force sensitivity coming into play once again. She knows. Omega has more
1: than a feeling that they'll be there. Which, again, for Crosshair, must sound so ridiculous without any other context. This stupid child. Oh, we're going to see them. They're going to be there. You'll see. Like, Based on what? Based on what facts, little kid?
2: Do you think that he's spent enough time with her recently to trust her intuition? Or does he think that she's talking nonsense?
1: Oh, she went up to a goddamn ticket seller and said... Hey, just let us get on the For every moment where she proves, oh wow, maybe I should trust her. She does something so incredibly stupid. Yeah. Or not stupid, incredibly naive. Naive. It's hard to take her seriously, I think, especially if you're someone like Crosshair, who is so locked in or whatever. So they land and lo and behold, the marauder is there, and we get a nice little reunion. As Wrecker comes out, she hugs him. And then Hunter comes out, she hugs him. And then they ask her, how'd you escape? And she said, I had help. And we get a really cool shot maze yeah. of Crosshair coming off of the cargo ship. We see the distance between the two ships. And Wrecker and Hunter are staring at him and he's staring back. They don't look friendly. And roll credits, that's the end of the episode.
2: Yeah, that was my question to you is when's the last time Crosshair was with the other guys? been a long time right it's all of last season he was not there season one no or did they not they might have crossed paths but i meant on the same team part of the crew episode one
1: maybe yeah because when it was presented to them they got to go out to saw guerrera i believe was the original mission and they're like wait a second these aren't separatists like what are we doing crosshair says good soldiers follow orders and that's where the rift began but also he's trying to turn them in the relationship is hardly One built on trust and love and stuff like that. So we leave there. I mean, I can't see this being a point of big friction, right? They're going to get together.
2: No, I mean, the music was a little more ominous and there's obviously tension. I'm sure they'll talk about it, but I guess I got to say that they reunited quicker than I thought. I didn't think it would happen right away in this episode.
1: This gave me vibes of the Mandalorian season three. Mm -hmm. This is our storyline for the season. All right. And then it's, it resolves itself almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Now, the good news is, unlike The Mandalorian, we have 15, 16 episodes, right? Yeah. So we've got ample time to do different things. The Mandalorian, it felt like you guys just kind of rushed in through several storylines because they didn't want to devote limited real estate to a singular one.
2: So, what's next? We got to reunite with Echo and Rex.
1: Well,. Get the whole crew together. Is it that, or are they going to go save Nala Se and the other clones?
2: Don't they need more reinforcements to do that? And the location? Yeah. Because they didn't get it out
1: of the computer? I wonder how they would get the location. Maybe they keep fighting, because remember, we thought that Hunter and Wrecker may have gotten the coordinates, Mm -hmm. or gotten close to getting the coordinates in episode two. So I guess we could say we'll see what's going to happen. I just don't believe it. it's the last time we've seen Mount Tantus. No, definitely not. We're going back. Yeah, this can't be like a wild goose chase through the galaxy.
2: My guess is we're going back to the Durand, Lady East of Durand. We're going back to the syndicates. We're going to mix it up with them and yeah. see where that story arc takes us.
1: Or we're going back to Mykonos, Star Wars Mykonos. <laughs>
2: oh, to check in on the the Lost Boys. <laughs> see how they're acclimating
1: now that they've had a bath? No, I think I've talked about this last week, but... Is there any way this story ends positively? No, (laughs) not really. We know they're going to get the DNA.
2: I guess the best case scenario is that they get Omega's DNA and then they escape again. Yeah. And live out their days on space grease or some other remote location. But it's interesting because it is a younger viewership geared show. So a big downer of Omega dying for instance does not seem like the way you would want to end this story
1: i don't think she dies they definitely get the dna out of her but i wonder about crosshair with his space parkinson's Mm. i wonder about wrecker and hunter i feel like it's only a matter of time they all of them die and i think omega's the one that lives
2: that's interesting i could definitely see crosshair dying as for the rest i mean dying in service of Omega's escape or something like that Sacrificing themselves
1: Rika no (laughs) No no. Well that's going to do it for us here At the rule of two Remember check us out every week As long as Star Wars content is being Posted on Disney Plus Or maybe one day in the movies For Darth Korn Puzzle I'm Darth Amin reminding you That my skills are being wasted Noted
0: A lot has changed over the years personally and across our airwaves. But one thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975 and we still haven't settled it. You know, for me personally, I recently bought a few six packs of Miller Lite for my housewarming party because that's one thing that's changed for me. I moved into a new house and I brought some friends over and we enjoyed the best light beer because Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. A light beer that tastes like beer. Less filling and only 96 calories, the original light beer since 1975. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com crate